Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. As a mental health advocate and author, I love books. Books have the capacity to inspire, educate, transform, and ultimately help readers all over the world. So if you want to publish your book or if you need help writing your story, I highly recommend Mindstir Media, rated the number one best book publisher around the country. Mindstir Media can help you no matter where you are in the book writing or publishing process. Go to mindstermedia.com to learn more and schedule a consultation. This episode is brought to you by Mindstir Media and the Sunrise segment of the Outcomes of Sun podcast radio. Out Comes the Sun, with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Out Comes the Sun Radio, I'm Mariel Hemingway, I'm here with my amazing co-host, Melissa Yamaguchi. Hi, my friend. So, during this sunrise section, what are we talking about today? Since well, you're so- the, the bearer of good and interesting news. Well, I'll tell you something, that... The uh, there's been a lot of debate on what Medicare is going to be covering, which is always up for grabs. Um, what how what it's going to be covering when it comes to health care. But one of the latest things that's being pressed onto Medicare, which they are are considering, is the coverage of elder care when it comes to nursing homes and mental health. Wow. Because there's you know Medicare. Well, all insurance has been remiss somewhat in in addressing our mental health issues. But what they discovered during the pandemic COVID when there was a huge isolation of our elders is that the mental health of our of our our elderly uh, really was what was the word I'm looking for was so palatable that nobody could ignore it. It was just it was screaming at us in the face. So they Medicare is now being uh, approached and they're sitting at the table trying to discuss how much more they can take on. In particular, when it comes to nursing home, daycare, veterans that are suffering, our elderly, and how much Medicare can step in with the VA hospital and on their own. It's a pretty big topic. Yeah, it's a huge topic. I mean, and it's so important that we, I mean, we talk to, we have an amazing guest and we talk about grandparents, right? And the importance of caring for our elders on so many levels and we as a country i feel are remiss in our in our addressing these issues you know right. and i think you know i was thinking about it today because i just have to tell everyone who's listening so today uh i looked out our window here i'm in you know i'm in southern california and there was still there is still a homeless issue here and i looked out the window and there was all this trash and i got a little you know, a little pissed off in my mind, right? Like you do. And then you feel bad that you got pissed off because they're, you know, they're, they're homeless, right? And then I looked out the window after a phone call and they were clearing it all up. And and it's just, here's the issue. We, it, it, this is all a mental health crisis and we have to address it. What is the answer? And I don't even know what that is. You bring up, you know, our elderly, our 
our veterans and all this stuff, there's got to be a solution. And I do believe that insurance companies have to step up. I don't know how, you know, they have to. That's what they're there for. That's what we need for. Well, and even in our financial industry is having to address this because there was recently an article I read about Charles Schwab letting it be known that they are stepping in because so many of the elderly of their investors have been targeted. And so Schwab was now making a, an announcement saying, look, we're now insulating. So here's the challenge. Here's the challenge that we all face. Every single, well, I shouldn't say every single, the majority of times when something is, in, is initiated for the betterment of, I don't know if it's human nature or if it's just the negative energy of the world. I'm not sure how, to whom I place the blame. But something comes in and shifts and changes it to, to make it not so good. And I'll, the, the reason I'm saying that, and I know that was an ambiguous statement there, is because if, if Schwab and other financial groups have it, they do have a fiduciary responsibility to their investors to protect them, yes. But when they insulate their investors and they quote unquote protect them, where's the line drawn? Because in the name of protection, people's rights can be taken away. You and I both watched a show called Take Care of Maya. At the oh. encouragement of our associate producer, Slater, you and I watched Take Care of Maya. And so in the hospital's mind, and I won't give away the, the, the whole story in case anyone in our audience has not yet watched the show. But in the, in the, the premise of the show was a mom and dad taking care of their child. To, yep. and they, which they knew was the right thing to do for their daughter, had gone to great lengths to discover what was going to be the right thing to do to take care of their daughter and her ailments. And in the name, quote unquote, of care, the hospital stepped in. And so that and, and so how it ends. Well, what, what happened was there was an emergency and, 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 and the father called the hospital and went to the emergency room. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so in yeah. the and in the name of in the name of of care, the hospital stepped in, and yes. so the line that's drawn in that show is the is the I'm making that analogy to every single thing else we're talking about. Yeah. At, at what at what point is the overreach too far, right? And so, it's I don't have the answers here, and I'm not running for office. And were I in office. I'd be I'd pull all my hair out. So I'm I'm just I don't have the answers, but I think it's worth us discussing. Something needs to happen. We need to I've always said we need to think globally but act locally. We need to get our rears in gear and we talk to our local representatives and say this is what needs to happen. This is what we care about with our homeless. This is what we care about with our elderly. This is what we care about with our schools. Whatever. Well, I think it's it's saying what we care about, but it's also educating the public, everybody who's listening, everybody, everybody, everywhere, what happens, right? Yeah. Right. So in that, in that take care of Maya, it was all about, they didn't know, they didn't know what was going to happen. And if you haven't seen it, we or that it could happen. Yeah. Right. It could happen, but it's really about if they'd been educated. Yes. About how the world works and those big corporations, which really, you know, hospitals and, Insurance companies are they're big corporations that are their businesses. Right. And, you know, Barna and at the end of the day, that's what they are. So you have to know and you have to know your rights. I mean, you, you everybody should watch this. We don't have enough time to to 
to, you know, break this open. And, well, and, and we'll come back one day and talk about the insurance companies that are getting it right, because there are some that yeah. are stepping up and saying, we're oh, doing Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. In fact, I work with one in Idaho that's doing some really amazing work called Optum. Optum Idaho is doing some amazing work for yeah. behavioral health. But and, and they are. There are certain... T- parts of it but then because they're big corporations they it gets splintered that's right um well stay where you are we have an amazing guest an amazing guest who is a, an a friend of mine from a long time ago we haven't seen each other in years we've connected sort of this way through zoom and the internet uh but but today we get to see each other again and i'm excited to introduce you melissa to our Yes. So stay where you are. You're listening to Outcomes the Sun Radio. I'm Mariel Hemingway, and I'm here with Melissa Yamaguchi. Good morning, Santa Barbara. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi, that'd be me, right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Our mission at the Mariel Hemingway Foundation is to compassionately help the patient navigate his or her mental illness by providing the best access to qualified practitioners, treatments, and technologies. When you or your loved one experiences a crippling mental health issue, navigating the mental health care bureaucracy can be so overwhelming. MHF's objective is to create a case management system for mental health care by finding the right diagnostician, manage multiple practitioners, and inform you with the latest breakthroughs in therapeutic treatments. Here's what we need from you. We need you to donate to the MarielHemingwayFoundation.org in order for us to get closer to being able to provide solutions for people with mental health issues. We need your help. We need your donations so that we can be a resource navigator for people that are struggling. And I know that everybody out there has somebody or knows somebody that has an issue with mental health. So we ask you to donate to the Mariel Hemingway Foundation.org. And thank you so much. Hi, it's Rosanna Arquette, and you're listening to Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Peace, love. Here I am. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Outcomes of Sun Radio with Melissa Yamaguchi and Mariel Hemingway. And we have such an amazing guest today. Uh, she's a friend. She's somebody I worked with years ago um, and have kept in touch with kind of through the years in a in a in a, a kind of cool way. And we'll kind of get into that. But uh, it's Bobby Brown. You probably know her brand, Bobby Brown, which is, you know, a makeup brand that's extraordinary. But she now has uh, her own thing that she's head manning. And I hope I'm 
saying this correct it's jones road beauty which i love it's a beauty company you know makeup and and skincare that is so it's so great for women coming of a certain age who don't want to look overly made up and i don't know it's not for it's for everybody to be honest but it's really nice for me to have something that is just I don't know, just natural. I use it. She's she's been in the industry for an incredibly long time. And she's just somebody I admire because it's hard to negotiate business, negotiate your family, negotiate the world as it is and 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 kind of how it's changing. And I think that I think, Bobby, you have reinvented yourself in such a way that is so admirable and so incredible because it's not easy to do i mean i know being in my 60s and and being an actress and and what does that mean and like and you have just done it so gracefully and kept kept the integrity to your family and to to you know to the world that you're that you're living in and 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 you're the head of a company i don't know you just do it all so well and and you also did something you reached out when I became a grandmother, which uh, I really appreciated because you had re- recently become a grandmother and said it was pretty cool. So wow. I thank you for that. <laughs> oh, sure. And I, you know, to everyone, anyone that's listening or everyone that's listening, I left Bobby Brown Cosmetics five years ago, maybe six, and I launched Jones Road Beauty, the new makeup line, uh, the day my non-compete was up two and a half years later. So um, that's kind of my story. And Jones Road is definitely for everyone. It's a clean brand, but really the point of difference is you put makeup on and you just look better. You don't look like you're wearing makeup. You just look so much better. You know, right. that, that hashtag of Jones Road, which I'm the only one that uses it, is how not to look like shit. Because <laughs> that's why I wear makeup. <laughs> so true. I mean, it's like if you wake up in the morning. I mean, if you're younger, right? If you wake up in the morning and it's just like things like there's blotches, there's whatever, and then it's just like you lighten everything up. And and frankly, you know, this is a show that we talk about mental health, but I think that the way that you look and the way that you care for yourself is such an important part of feeling good about yourself. I think that we, as women, as as men, but 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 as women, we we've we've been so hard on ourselves you know for so many years and we judge and do this that and the other thing but choosing to take care of your skin and the way that you look and that's that's really self-care is so incredibly part of our our mental well-being i know it is for me i know when i make the effort to you know be you know, look, feel good about the way that I look, it makes a difference in how I feel, right? I mean, absolutely. I know that when I put makeup on and there's days where you wake up and you don't feel good, you know, I'm doing too much or maybe I'm dehydrated. And so you don't, you don't feel as good. And you look in the mirror and you say, I don't really look good. If I stop and I put the makeup on and I get rid of my tired under the eyes and give myself a little blush, fill in my brows, because, you know, as we get older, they kind of go away that I just I not only look better, but I start to feel better. So beauty is so such an important an important part of mental health. There's no question. 
100%. In the beauty industry, we know that when a patient's in the hospital and begins to put on lipstick, it's the road to recovery. Yeah. Interestingly enough, yeah. So I, you've, you've said some things that are so Im- impactful uh, that I, I think are worth sharing with our audience. You said, um, I don't have an age when I'm in the middle of exercising. And we talk about the power of movement all the time on the show and how vital it is to treat any kind of mental issue, right? Like anxiety, depression, move the body. So you've, you've talked about this and I know you're doing health coaching. What, how, can you talk to our audience a little bit about the impact that exercise and movement has on you? Sure. I mean, what what exercise does for me, it like cleans the cobwebs out of my brain. You know, it gets rid of that stuck feeling. It turns everything right. And if I don't do it every day, I don't feel the oxygen. And I'm not you know, I'm not a a major athlete like Mariella is, you know, but I know. But I mean, you know, you were born an athlete. I've I've worked hard to be fit. And now I'm you know, my exercise is walking. It's doing weights. And I finally found something really joyous, which is hip hop. So I am taking hip hop classes with my with my hip hop instructor who you could, by the way, do his classes online. It's called Live with Lloyd and it's unbelievable. Oh, I love that. Well, and I've seen some of your some of your videos and they're awesome. Here's what's awesome about them is because you did become very clear that exercise was such a big part of our life. And it is movement Mm -hmm. is everything. It's not whether you're a super athlete or this that or the other thing it's really about that movement the body and the brain are just like so inter they're just there's some magical something that happens and i always talk about this and melissa and i always talk about this i talk about the seven doctors i uh, dr sun dr air dr water dr exercise Mm -hmm. dr nutrition dr rest and dr earth they're available four hours a day seven days a week and they're free right but you do have to you have to you have to make yourself do those things and you have to make that a habit. And what I've loved and admired about you over the years is that I saw you make that important in your life. I, th- I saw mm-hmm. you realize that that was, oh, wow, this is key. Right. You know, and it, mm-hmm. it's even more important. I think what happens is as people get older, they start to think, oh, I got an ache and a pain. Uh, you know, I'm going to slow down. I'll have another glass of wine, but I won't do the act. I won't do the workout tomorrow. And the truth is, it's just the opposite. The aches and pains go away from more movement. They, you know, you have to, you have to come up against what's hard and move through it to come to, to, you know, to enter into what's joyful. Right. But you also have to shift a little bit, you know, some, some things that I did 10 years ago, I don't want to do anymore. Like it doesn't feel good. So I'm doing other things. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it, it just depends. I mean, I've, you know, I used to beat myself up when I exercise, let me go harder, let me go harder. And then I was like, Oh, that doesn't feel good. So now I, I don't do that anymore. You know, I just, I like to walk Hills. I like, you know, to push myself that way, but I'm not doing extreme sports. No, I mean, but to, you know, Bobby is my Bobby. Yeah. My Bobby is not you, Bobby, but a Bobby with a Y. He's definitely doing extreme sports. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) have fun. (laughs) Yeah, but even walking. And by the way, I use walking to either do, you know, call a friend 
you know, I, I check in with people because when I'm home, I'm so busy. Like I, I'm one of these very busy minded people. I'm, you know, I'm emptying the dishwasher. I'm on a Zoom. Yeah. I'm folding the laundry. And then when I get out to walk, I can literally call, you know, my mother, my father, my my cousin, Barbara, my aunt Alice. And I just, you know, feel connected where sometimes you feel disconnected. So yeah. it just it's a way that I like to connect. It's really hard. Well, Bobby, I mean, Melissa and I, that's exact. uh, We both walk in the morning. We go for long walks in the morning and we we download. It's when we think of things that we're going to ask you. It's when we think of things that we're going to talk about. It's and it really is. I spoke to my daughter for, you know, 45 minutes. It's so important. It's it like it gives you that space. Mm. I I love walking, too. I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in walking and hiking, I think. I think it's awesome. But anyway, go go ahead, Melissa. Sorry. You talked about um, when you're on your walk, you connect with your family. And I've read before that you you are heavily influenced and motivated at one point in time by your grandmother and mm-hmm. then also by your dad. And so one of your messages always is about going back to your exercise. I don't I'm not an age when I'm in when I'm in motion on this th- this theme of age how age is just a number. I'm I'm encouraged when I hear about your grandmother motivating you and your dad. Could you, when your grandmother did motivate you and your dad, I believe still does, could you share with us about that? Well, I mean, I think everything that we are, we, we've experienced and you don't realize it at the time, what the lessons are and what you're learning. So, you know, my father is such an amazing role model. He's 88 years old. He's a retired lawyer and he, he writes children's books. And he's finishing, you know, another one right now. And it's very frustrating for him because he's 88 years old and digitally he kind of suffers, you know. So um, my my assistant um, is helping him finish his last two books. And, and you know, my, my grandmother, my grand, my Papa Sam that had his own business selling cars, my Aunt Alice, like all of my relatives kind of helped me, you know, just realize what's important in life. And, and hopefully I'm doing the same thing with my kids. Yeah, that's awesome. I love my dad's 88 also. And my dad, Bobby, Mariel knows this, answers the phone with his age. Um, <laughs> Hello, this is Travis Chambers. I'm 88 years old, two years shy of 90. How can I help you? I mean, it's like a report. Uh, that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. My father, no, my father boxes twice a week. He's got his, <laughs> you know, his, his, his boxing guys. He boxes twice a week. That's so a, he, he yeah, he doesn't think he's eighty-eight. Yeah, I that's love that. a, well, you know, they found that grandparents are are heavily in the blue zones. Grandparents are heavily linked to longevity. Oh yeah, like there, there's, there's a tremendous link that just having that person there that inspires you and their wisdom. And I also think we keep we keep our you know, our grandparents, our parents, our grandparents alive by by including them. And I think we're in such a society where we've kind of discounted the, the importance mm-hmm. of those of those connections with with our elders. Right. We don't yeah. uh, we don't honor that enough, I think. No, and I, I, I like nothing better than when I meet a woman of older than me who still is natural and hasn't like changed her face too much. And she, yeah. you know, she's with her grandkids and active. And I, you know, I plan to continue doing what I'm doing, but I want, I always want to be better at it. Yeah. 
Your ability to reinvent is really is really amazing. Uh, and the reason I'm, I'm going to during the pandemic, everybody was slowing down and oh, woe is me. And this is when you launched Jones Road. And there's a quote that mm-hmm. I that I want to read to you that, that reminds me of you in this moment. Paradise is regained by finding the wonder within the moment by Pico Air. So you in the moment didn't say, oh, it's a pandemic. We're all shutting down. Oh, my gosh, what's happening? Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. You said, OK, well, I've got to do something. I want to do something. So what can I do? And when against many marketing people would have said, no, not now. What are you insane? You went for mm-hmm. it. You've got a good feel for you. You trust your gut. It sounds like on a lot of stuff you do. I do. I trust my gut a lot, which is actually really funny because I constantly have gut issues. Okay. So yes, my gut serves me, but you know, I'm, I'm that angsty person that, you know, you don't see it on the outside, but it's somewhere in my gut. So I'm, I'm working on that. Me and my probiotics, but I, you know, I'm a very like naturally positive person. So I don't think something isn't going to work out. I just like to figure out a way that I could do it. That makes more sense. I love simple things and I just, I see the possibilities in so many things. And I think that, you know, it's just being an optimist. And if I'm ever in a bad mood or I feel like, Ooh, I either talk to a friend or I go for a walk and I instantly, it turns me around. Absolutely. Well, energy always shifts. So I always say to people that are suffering, like some people say, Oh, you know, what do you, it always shifts. All you have to do is walk. I mean, Krishnamurta used to talk about that. Just just take a walk around the block because mm-hmm. it, it can't. And that energy can't stay the same way. Right. But movement and getting also getting out in nature. You're also in one of my favorite places in the world because Bobby, my Bobby, sorry, is from from Long Island. And we go there once a year after everybody's left, right? After the the big holiday and then it's kind of deserted and amazing. But yeah, yeah, it's so special. And and also so much much of your mental health is what you put in your body. I mean, it's like, it's, it's people don't understand that. Like there's things that serve you when you're eating and there's things that don't. I mean, I have a nephew who was having major, major issues and it took him years, but he figured out how, you know, certain foods that just made him feel awful. He changed yeah. his diet and he's never been better. Well, and you talking about your gut, you know, they say it's really the first brain, right? There's the heart and the gut and it's so intertwined. And, and that gut health is, yeah, that's when a game changer for me, just realizing that, um, it's, it's probiotics, it's soil, it's getting minerals, it's so many different things, but also just get getting rid of weird food that isn't serving you, whether it's, you know, right. too much sugar or processed foods, you know, so many people just get, get trapped in this. We talk about it, you know, in the middle of the grocery store, they're trapped there. <laughs> you got to get out exactly. on the outskirts and, you know, look at the fruits and vegetables and the things that are alive and, and, and healing. but you know, it, it's hard for people to make that connection. You know, it's so sad because we also don't want to give up things that we don't want to give up. Right. We're like, I'll figure out a different way. <laughs> well, what's the worst thing you eat? What's the worst thing you eat? 
I don't eat. What's the worst thing I eat? I don't know. Probably coffee is my, I mean, I guess I drink that. Bob, my Bobby says that, you know, caffeine and coffee is so bad because he doesn't eat any of it, but he's, you know, he eats pizza. So I'm like, well, I don't, I don't do any, I mean, literally I'm kind of stupidly don't do much any of anything bad when it comes to food because my brain is so i know my brain and i know that i won't feel good if i go off what i know works for me so right and and i just keep telling him coffee seems to work for me so you know i make it organic and i love it and you know and they say it's good for your brain yeah and i like that (laughs) i'm gonna own that Recent studies have come out talking about the benefits of, of a modicum amount of caffeine, but they've proven, to your point, Bobby, about it being, about food being so important, which I know we talk about um, at length on the show, but that Alzheimer's and cancers are caused by a meta- metabolic fun- dysfunctioning. So it's all related to what we're eating. So we, and the knowing that we have more power than we've been taught, I mean, our grandparents knew it, right? And our great-grandparents knew it. That's why they had their own gardens and grew their own stuff. Um, You recently on the, well, I don't know how recently. I shouldn't put a time frame on it. But on the Important Things podcast, you and Anjali had on Charlemagne the God. And I Mm -hmm. listened to your interview where he talked about mental health and his mental wealth. So And talked about how important it was to him to come to terms with his own mental wellness. At what point in the frenetic pace of you being starting your business and then every phase along the way, did you realize that you had to take this into your control? Like any, you mentioned anxiety that you may have. At what point did you, is it, did it become debilitating before you noticed it? Was it something you've always dealt with? Yeah, I mean, it never debilitating. I grew up with a mom that suffered from bipolar. And, you know, she's now she's bipolar and has a little dementia because she's been on medication her whole life. But so, you know, I watched her suffer and knock, you know, I always knocked on wood that it didn't transfer to me you know, or my kids. So, you know, I don't know where hers came from, but she struggled with it. But I also, you know, I don't like to feel bad. I just don't. I don't like to feel bad, which is why I don't eat things that make me feel bad. Or, you know, I eat less of them if I know they're going to make me feel bad. And, And whenever I start to be a little like blase, I just shake myself and I realize I have nothing to be blase about. You know, and I just kind of go for it. And, you know, drinking water, by the way, as silly as that is, makes a huge difference, you know, in your outlook. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And I I relate to that because I come from family members who, you know, my oldest sister was schizophrenic and bipolar. I think Ernest Hemingway, if if they had had that diagnosis, would have been diagnosed bipolar. And I know that fear. I know that like wondering if you're I mean, I don't know if if we share that, but I suspect we did. I spent a, a great deal of my early adult life worrying that I was going to end up like that. And when's it going to come? I thought it was like a virus, you know, like it, all of a sudden, yeah. or you, you know, you're just going to wait. I you know, literally when I was raising my kids, I thought, oh, dear, you know, Maybe I'm just going to wake up one day and I'm, you know, I'm not going to even know I'm crazy. (laughs) 
yeah. I'm not going to know. I'm going to have a manic episode and, and lose it. Um, but I know that, you know, I, I like what you say. I just don't like feeling bad. And and I right. think when you make it as simple as that, it's really clear when you figure out, oh, you know, I don't feel good when I you know, drink too much alcohol. I don't feel good when I eat sugar. I don't feel good when I eat a lot of whatever it is. Right. But I, I do feel good when I have a vodka on the rocks with cramp with like fresh uh, cucumber juice and lemon juice. But I feel good having one. Like if I have more than one, I'm not going to want to hip hop the next day. So, <laughs> no, but that, no, but that's how I. And yes, I like a little bit of pizza on occasions, but I know I'm going to feel bad if I eat more than one. You know, or, or I try to eat less. So and I try to eat it with protein and, you know, I, I play games, I guess, with myself. You play games. I think you learn moderation. And I, I never say to anybody who asks me about food and like, oh, you know, how do you change your diet or whatever? I say, look, it's not about, oh, you can never do something. Never. It's about knowing that when you do it, it's such a, you know, like you should really enjoy that vodka with your fresh cranberry yeah. and, and cucumber, whatever you, and you enjoy it and you savor it. But if you had that every day, it's kind of like going to Starbucks, uh, getting a chocolate, blah, 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 with a yeah. whipped cream. If you do it every day, is it really that enjoyable anymore? Do you really even, you know what I mean? It's like getting yeah. that, that prize at the end of, you're, whatever it's right it's, but you know that's about, that just means that you have to pay attention right you have to pay attention to yourself and it's like okay that doesn't feel good i'm not going to do it again right and, you right. know it's like everything in life well that doesn't feel good i'm not going to do it again yeah yeah i have a question for you i ai is making all these in entryways into different things in our lives. And a lot of people are very nervous. Some people are scared. Uh, I know in the medical industry, they're they're titillated by it because they know how, how much more advancement they can make in the discovery of many of what much of what ails us. They haven't talked about food yet, but they're still <laughs> foraging forward. I was reading um, this morning that, that Levi has made a decision to use AI models. And one of the, and, and I'm, which, fascinated me they there was a, a whole video on it with a model with the profile and from the profile one could determine that the model was asian and as she slowly came to, to the to face the camera and then go back she now became african-american comes back to the and then goes back now she's a red-headed looks like a freckle-faced young irish girl all the same print if you will outline of a woman with just all curly hair all look, looking the exact same and they're getting a little bit of backlash in particular from um, Hollywood with the writer's strike right now fighting the whole AI thing. Wow. Um, what do you, is there pressure in the beauty industry to kind of accept this as a norm or is it still much of an outlier? I don't, I mean, look, I, I feel like I'm in my own little world with Jones Road because I'm not, you know, I don't feel I'm part of the big beauty scene because I don't want to be, you know, we're not, we're not in retail. I don't go to those like events. I don't, I, you know, been there, done that. I'm, it's such a waste of time, energy and money. But, you know, it's scary. I mean, you know, it's scary. I mean, do you think anyone's going to need a makeup artist? You know, it is right. a little scary. But I, I will tell you that we don't have a copywriter right now. And my son, who is our uh, CMO, 
just went on whatever AI thing he did and said, you know, what is Jones Road? And honestly, it was written so amazing. It was freaky. It uh, was freaky. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, that's scary. Well, and I think about it, too. I'm like, they won't need actors. They'll be right. able to get me as like me at, I don't know, 16, which would be nice. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, what is it? I wonder what it says about our definition of beauty. If I it's know. a manufactured, perfect, right. utopian-esque thing, you know, I one of the things that I've always loved when I look at Jones Road is, and and even when you were back when you had Bobby Brown, yes, you had models, but it's there was the real woman. There was mm -hmm. a real woman in there, and that's that's your that's our audience. That's who we're we're targeting, and so right. to see a real face on there with a real body is. I mean, Dove did that campaign where they had real women and their eczema or whatever they was showing how Dove, whatever they were doing. And it was so well received. So I think it's the implications to our self-image is going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I look, I don't know. We can't fight it. We just have to figure out, you know, how we're going to use it. I mean, it's just yeah. like social media, guys. I mean, remember all the years ago we didn't have it? And yeah. It like, you know, it's been. Remember, remember thinking you wouldn't do it? And yeah. I, remember, I sat in a restaurant <laughs> on Montana Avenue here in L.A. I was with my kids and some guy had a phone that was like this big. <laughs> I was like, I will never I will never speak phone in a restaurant. And like, you know, you're, you're yeah. never say never. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the weird thing is what can happen in two years? What can you know, like it's all happening so fast. Mm -hmm. Right. We got we did it. Dree, my daughter, who is a model. So that's why I had a moment of going, uh oh, um, she has the AI app and she put in something about a, a, a movie or something and it comes out. It's incredible. You're like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. They're smarter than you. I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it. It's way it's way over my head. Yeah, it me too. I I mean, I feel the same way. It's like, nah, really, I don't think so. Well, what's 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 your what are you moving towards? Or is Jones Row kind of your whole world and how you're is, is that is that your world or is it or is it everything? Is it being a grandma? Is it, you know, creating a new home and house out there and SAG? <laughs> you know, I'm going to say yes to all of that. And my whole world really is, you know, things that are interesting and fun. I mean, it's, you know, starting new homes is incredible, but it's, you know, there's stress. Having working with family is incredible. Jones Road has been honestly the biggest like surprise joy that I've had in my life. My granddaughter, Lily, uh, you know, I mean, that's definitely takes front and center. And I'm, I have three sons. I have an amazing husband. We've been married 35 years. Congratulations. So, and I have, yeah, thank you. And I have great friends. I mean, the, the one part, honestly, of my life right now that needs work is my own, is like, is the Bobby, because I've been so like, go, go, go next, go, go, go next. All right, do this, do this. I need to figure out how to take it down a notch. and start getting more massages or sit in the sauna that I have in my house or sit outside with the book and just calm down. And so that's, that's what I'm personally working on. I try to meditate and then all of a sudden my list of things that I want to do kind of goes off. So I'm working on it. I think that's great. Look, I, you know, meditation, I've been meditating for like 40 years and it's, 
the, the just don't give yourself a hard time because nobody doesn't have thoughts, right? We all right. have we all have laundry lists and like, oh my God. And I always just say, well, you know, if this is really important, I'll remember it in 20 minutes or 10 minutes or maybe five. Right. That's all you can handle. But, you know, it's just making that effort really is huge. And here's a suggestion. Sometimes I go in the sauna and meditate in there. <laughs> just, just, you know, kill two. Years. Well, I'll have to leave my iPad out because it's like I usually, you know, <laughs> I have to edit pictures. Like I'm the one that sh- I'm, I'm the creative officer. I edit pictures of Jones Road. And when do I have quiet time? So I, maybe I'll try to split it. Okay. There you <laughs> go. That's a deal. Yeah. I love talking to you. Thank you for taking the time because I know you are so busy and I hope you'll come back. We, love you so much and please admire i really do i mean i think you reached out it was during COVID or something and we talked yeah we talked we right talked. i know we have all these relationships and we've never we haven't seen each other in person so maybe one of these days i'll be in la you'll be in New there York you go. hamptons and yes yeah we'll, i'm, we'll I'm gonna make it happen because you are a magical yeah. person in my in my mind in my oh. world and I'd love for Lisa to meet you in person someday, too. Thank you so much, Bobby. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to The Morning Show with Marielle Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Hi, it's Kevin Nealon. I have a new book out now called I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame. It's a collection of my caricatures and accompanying anecdotes. Also, if that's not enough for you, I have a little hiking show on YouTube. It's a web series. It's called Hiking with Kevin. But more importantly, right now, you're listening and watching Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Enjoy. Bobby Brown is a beauty industry titan, world-renowned makeup artist, best-selling author, sought-after speaker, and serial entrepreneur. As a professional makeup artist, Bobby created the 10 simple lipsticks that launched her billion-dollar brand, uh, Bobby Brown Cosmetics. Bobby left her namesake brand in 2016 to return to her roots as an entrepreneur, launching three new businesses, JustBobby.com, which is a digital editable content site, The George, a 31-room boutique near Montclair, New Jersey, and The Important Things, a podcast that interviews thought leaders, creators, and entrepreneurs on the habits and mindsets that have helped them live their most authentic and gratifying lives. In October 2020, Bobby made her triumphant return to the beauty industry and launched Jones Road Beauty, a collection of edited and indispensable clean beauty products for all ages, skin types and skin tones. You can find Bobby Brown at at justbobby.com, which is just J-U-S-T, Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-D-O-T-C-O-M, at justbobby.com, or at Jones Road Beauty, or at the George Montclair, or at 18 Label Studios. That's a lot, but she's amazing, so you got to go there. And next, Energy with Melissa Yamaguchi. 
Welcome back to Outcomes the Sun with Meryl Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. I'm Melissa, and I want to talk to you on energy tips about the concept of energy and how it works. Oftentimes when I'm approached by people, they'll say, oh, I'm the year of this, or I'm, I'm, I'm a, a Scorpio, or whatever they'll say. And how does that work with my energy? Well, the most important thing that we talk about in health and in feng shui also is how we are multidimensional. So in, we know that we are, there's a physical aspect to who we are, a mental, emotional, spiritual. We know that this, because, because we are multidimensional. The same thing applies to energy. So the ancient Chinese perceived human beings as a microcosm of their greater environment. And when we look at that, if we take this big macro view of the world, and then we shrink it down to each person and take a micro view of them in relation to that, we realize that multi-dimensional approach to energy around us has to has to relate to the one person. So when we work with your energy, I look at your year, your month, your day, and your hour. I also look at whether or not your energy is yin or yang. I also look at the five different elements and how they apply to you. So the five elements we know are fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. Each one of them have an archetype, they have a desire, they have a food taste that, that works better with them, colors that resonate more with them. Now, ideally, you're in a balanced state where you have all of this. But let me give you an idea of, of the different archetypes that work with each of these energies. <clears throat> so for fire, fire's, fire energy is known as kind of like the wizard. It's kind of the person who's always on the move, making the next step. Earth, earth energy is known as the peacemaker. Metal is the alchemist, the water is the philosopher, and wood is the pioneer. Now, with the desires of each of these energies is different also. With fire, it's fulfillment. With earth, it's connectedness, which makes sense with that peacemaker archetype. With metal, it's order. Again, makes sense. With water and the philosopher, it's truth. And with the pioneer for the wood, it's purpose. So when, I, when, when working with your energy, it's not one and done. It's not one size fits all. It is you are multidimensional. We take each, every single amazing, fascinating thing about you into consideration to determine how to make your life flow. And really, that is the approach that we should take. I know simple is better in a lot of ways, but we should take this multidimensional approach to who we are, allow ourselves to be fascinated with how amazing we are, and then we can harness our lives because when you own your energy, you own your life. Don't go anywhere. Please stay out comes the sun coming up next, Mariel Hemingway. Hello, wonderful humans out there. I am Roy Zatiski from MyWildlife.com, and you are listening to Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Hey, everyone. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway, me, and Melissa Yamaguchi. That'd be me. <laughs> right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Hi, I'm Bobby Brown, and you're listening to Out Comes the Sun, and I'm happy to be here. And now, Mariel Hemingway with Balance.
Thank you, Melissa, for your amazing, always amazing information. And yes, I am here with a balance tip. I'm Mariel Hemingway. You're listening to Outcomes the Sun Radio. And I want to talk about grounding. I know I've spoken about grounding before, but it's just such an important thing because because we're in summer, we have to take advantage of the fact that grounding, this is the time to do it. Because if you live in Chicago, grounding outside and walking barefoot is just not an option in the middle of February or January. So, or even Idaho, where I spend a great deal of time. But when you have this opportunity, this wonderful opportunity and the sun is shining and, you know, you may be near a beach or you might be near a path or you might be near a lake. Grounding, grounding is powerful, powerful, powerful for the body. So let me explain that there's frequency in the earth and your body, if your bare feet absorb that frequency, the electrons come into the body, but it also eliminates inflammation and the, the buildup of electrons that, that happens in the body and it releases that so that you have less inflammation in the brain and in the body. So here's here's some of the things that you will benefit by walking barefoot. And I know it sounds kind of gross to some people like, oh, my gosh, dogs pee on here. You know, we're designed. We are animals. We are designed to touch the ground. So get over feeling gross about it and wash your feet when you're done. Um, <laughs> but it's you know, I, I said on on a podcast recently that it's one of the greatest ways to set the circadian clock if you if you're traveling to lie on the grass when you get to your destination just to bring you back to to the time zone that you're in um it lowers inflammation it improves your sleep so much you have no idea it's just so great for your sleep it reduces your pain because it's getting rid of inflammation, it's getting it's going to help with your pain. Right. Not I'm not saying this as like, oh, this is a panacea for everything, but it is something that's going to reduce anxiety, re reduce your pain. It alleviates some of your fat fatigue. And I have a story about that because I have been grounding, uh, you know, with grounding earthing in mind for quite a few years, but really since I met Bobby Williams and he really opened my eyes to the power of it. Now I hike a lot and I am on trails a lot. And oftentimes I can't be barefoot because it's rocky and it hurts and you know, what have you. But whenever I'm tired and I think I, I was, uh, on a call with Melissa once when I was hiking and I said, the most amazing thing, thing just happened. I came out and I was a little bit, bit depressed and I was walking and I had my shoes on. I was on a trail, but I took my shoes off and for 20 minutes, I, you know, it, it was delicate. It wasn't the easiest walk, but I, I kept walking. And I, I got myself through it. And in 20 minutes, I had so much energy. And I was very I was listless when I first started and throughout the walk for 30 minutes prior to taking my shoes off, I was tired and I was still kind of a little bit down. I mean, it was beautiful outside. But when I took my shoes off, my energy shifted so much. It was incredible. And my energy level just went through the roof. So I can't I can't express this to you enough. And I probably will use it as a tip 
many times during the summer, just because I think it's really important that people try it. And it doesn't mean you have to go out on a trail. You can go in your backyard and, you know, and just take your shoes off and sit on a chair and have your shoes be on the ground. It's this powerful medicine. So that's my that's my tip for the day. And I just think it's important. So give it a try, please. You and I have spoken many times when you've been on a speaking engagement and I'll say, yes. hey, what's going on? I'm in the middle of a break and I'm sitting out here on the grass lying down. And so they yes. said, you know, and sometimes you'll have Daisy, your little dog with you. And I know that Daisy, if dogs look at us as part of their pack and we're their, their leaders, she must think you're one of the dogs because you're right there on the grass laying out with her, not sitting on the park bench, marking exactly. orders to her. And then secondly, I can I always get a big I always giggle when you tell me this, because I can imagine people walking in these little remote places sometimes that you are. And they're like, Martha, is that that's not Meryl Hemingway. She wouldn't be laying out on the grass like that. That can't be Meryl Hemingway. <laughs> What's she doing in Kansas anyway? So I always <laughs> imagine you. I always get a big giggle out of it, thinking you're lying out in the grass somewhere and people are. Open their eyes, thinking they've seen a optical <laughs> illusion. <laughs> I like that. It's awesome. Well, I had a great show. Bobby Brown was. You were right, Mariel. She was. You told me beforehand when she'd agreed to come on. Oh, we're going to be in for a treat. And you're right. She's good. Love about her is she's she's regular. She's normal. She's like she's everyone. Real. Like she's a real person who's yeah. done a business and worked really hard and had this huge business. And you know, she alludes to it that you know that big beauty industry is a tough industry and she just wanted to do it for herself and now she has jones road beauty and now like this is it's a, you can tell it's a heart project and yeah. you know so i i told i'll tell her that she can use me as a coach and she can call me when she's having trouble meditating <laughs> i'll just guide her right on back in. <laughs> anyway thank you so much everybody for listening you're listening to outcomes of sun radio melissa and i couldn't be more joyful at having you here every day. And again, I'm going to just throw it out there. Uh, Mariel Hemingway Foundation.org is the foundation that Melissa and I created to be a resource navigator for people with mental health issues. And we want to be able to give them resources and solutions. So the only way we do that is if you donate uh, and help us to get to that I guess it's basically a site where we create something that can find those resources in whatever part of the country you're in. So anyway, we love you all and we'll see you again soon. Choose healthy. Choose you. Out comes the sun. Please go to MarielHemingwayFoundation.org. Help us create a resource navigator for people with mental health issues. We're coming up with solutions. Out Comes the Sun has been a production of Evolve Entertainment. Hosts, Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Executive producer, Jeremiah Higgins. Sound engineer and producer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. And sound engineer, Slater Smith. Thank you for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.